0: I'm Stephen Monteith, and I'm here to talk about Donald Trump on Meta. I'm not going to talk here about what a terrible person Trump is. I've done that enough on this podcast. I talked about him admiring dictators and arresting people without due process in my episode about America's secret police. I talked about him ignoring doctor's orders and intentionally exposing others to COVID in my episode about Donald Trump having COVID-19. I talked about him insulting the family of a soldier who was killed and his response to the Charlottesville attack in my episode about the 2020 Democratic National Convention. I talked about the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol in multiple episodes, I even talked about his first impeachment in my first political-themed episode way back in January of 2020. There are a lot of other things I could say about Donald Trump and why he shouldn't be allowed to talk to anyone but his prison guards for the rest of his life, but I really don't like repeating myself. I've spent almost a decade now since Trump's first presidential campaign in 2015 in which he insulted every POW in history by saying he likes people who didn't get caught, trying to convince everyone to wake up to what an evil person Donald Trump is. And I'm just done. Like I said, When I stopped trying to convince people to wear masks or get vaccinated against COVID, we're past the point where there's anything more to be done. Everyone knows everything they need to know about Donald Trump. Or they've closed their minds to the point that literally nothing new will ever change them. Donald Trump could stand with them in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot them, and he wouldn't lose their vote. Last November, I deleted my Twitter accounts when Donald Trump's was restored. I had two accounts, one for my general tweeting and book promotions and whatnot, and one for my more adult-oriented content. I deleted them both when Elon Musk lifted the ban on Donald Trump's account. And now, Meta, the company that owns Facebook and Instagram, has restored Trump's accounts on those sites. Will I be deleting my accounts there as well? Not entirely. I have deleted my Instagram, and I've shut down my author's page on Facebook, but I'm keeping my personal account there open for now. Here's why. First, practical reasons. I'm friends with quite a few people on Facebook, and not just as Facebook friends. I have friends who live in other states, even other countries, and staying in touch with them is difficult enough with Facebook. I'm also part of several groups there that speak to me, autistic groups, geek groups, etc. I have a much more diverse community of contacts on Facebook than I ever did on Twitter, so leaving all that behind isn't nearly as simple. I have been looking for alternative social media sites, and I have personal accounts on more than one Facebook alternative. I'll be working to build up my author brand on Twitter and Instagram alternatives like Vero and a site called Post News. The social media tab on my website will have updates on where you can find me in the future. Another reason I'm not leaving Facebook is it's a different situation than Twitter. I did a whole podcast episode about leaving Twitter, and rather than rehash it, I'll just say that Trump's return to it was only part of why I left. It's mostly that Twitter is now subject to Elon Musk's ridiculous and often destructive whims. Even if he doesn't completely destroy it, I've yet to see any evidence in the last few months that it's worth returning to. Facebook, on the other hand, hasn't seen any recent upheavals, aside from the occasional annoying update. And they didn't exactly restore Trump's account so much as they Let his ban expire. You see, after the 2021 insurrection, Facebook decided to ban Trump for two years. And those two years expired last week. They claim that Trump will face greater oversight this time around, that they believe he's learned his lesson from having been banned. That's pretty much what Senator Susan Collins of Maine said when she voted to acquit Trump in his first impeachment, which I also talked about on this podcast. It's also what one of Trump's campaign advisers said during his first presidential run, that yes, Trump is a brash, confrontational, vulgar man, but that she believed he was capable of learning and growing. It's also what various cable news pundits, particularly on Fox News, said about him in 2016 that he could eventually grow to be a very presidential man. I think we all know the truth, though. Trump doesn't grow, Trump doesn't learn, Trump doesn't change. He's almost 80 years old, and he's had more than enough learning experiences in his life. He is who he is, and not even divine intervention could change that. I think that's what a lot of people who've supported him over the years have been hoping, that God would touch Donald Trump's heart and make him a better man. There's not... A god in any religion in the world who does that, though. Not even the Christian god. He gives opportunities, he gives signs, occasionally he comes down and speaks directly with people. But if the pharaoh wouldn't free the slaves until after his own son was slain, then I'm not sure what it would take to get Trump to become a better person. All he's learned over the past two years is that there haven't been any consequences for his actions. He's back on Twitter. He's back on Facebook. He's not in jail. And he's being allowed to run for president again. We'll see how Facebook handles his inevitable lies and incitements in the future. We'll see if they are capable of learning As for me, I have nothing more to say about Donald Trump for now. Either you've heard enough, or you haven't heard anything. Try to keep your ears open, and I'll talk to you more later.